0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. All right, welcome back to the Run Dot Down over here on the Strickland YouTube channel as well as Strickland Podcast Network. Uh, I'm Samuel. Um, I'm joined with Tyrese. Um, Knicks win their final preseason game of a score of 105 to 89. All right, um, Knicks go three and one on the preseason. Um, I mean, pretty impressive, um, showing so far, especially from Jalen Brunson. I think we can start things off with, um, Mitchell Robinson though. He was the man of the night with 20 points, um, 12 rebounds, including nine offensive rebounds, a couple blocks there as well. Um, just overall, just dominating, um, the glass and dominating the paint itself. Um, but yeah. I mean, how do you feel about Mitch's um, performance?
1: I mean, what more can you say about him? Um, I think from, like, the tip, really, he just started to dominate with his energy, his presence, like, killing it on the offensive boards. I think he had eight offensive boards in the first half alone, so that shows you how active he was and how smothering he was to the Washington Wizards' um, defensive plans. Like, the guy just... He just does so many things well defensively but like his ability to extend possessions especially with this team who doesn't have like the best finishing around the basket even though you expect Brunson to help that a lot like his ability to just get teeth and like get between the teeth of the defense and just extend those possessions and sometimes get second third possessions makes his team so much stronger and so much more dangerous offensively So I'm just like, I'm happy to see it. He looked
0: great tonight. Yeah. And it seems like he's, he's really locked in um, heading into the season, um, which is a a stark contrast to how he looked last year, coming off the foot injury and coming in um, overweight as well. So seeing him back in shape and seeing him be dominant is kind of what we were expecting last year, but for it to be, this year with the addition of Jalen Brunson, it really, really makes um, that much more of a difference.
1: Yeah, man, I'm just, I'm happy to see him, man. Like the screens he was setting, like the the screens look better. The free throws look better. Like I think the form looks more consistent. He's not like throwing it at the rim. He's like, it actually have arc to it, which is nice. Like there's just so much positive to see with his game. And he just looks like, the monster that I think a lot of us thought he would be maybe year three coming off that season where he broke the field goal record. But like, if he gets it now that I'm not complaining, like the finishes around the basket was there. We saw the touch. We saw like the defense, his ability to just like blow up offensive plays and his ability to extend defensive ones. Just incredible, incredible game from him and both well for the regular season was coming up on Wednesday.
0: Yep. Um, speaking of things that went well as well, um, Jalen Brunson, 27 points. Um, just overall continuing to look really well with the um, the starters. And I think the starting unit as a whole has been pretty OK. I would like to see some changes, which we will get into um, soon with what Dibs was trying today, um, interestingly enough. But um, yeah, I mean, the starters have been pretty cohesive. I mean, granted, we played like teams in the Wemby sweepstakes, but I mean, I'll take what I can get at this point. Um, But yeah, it's definitely different from last year where the bench was the more dominant unit and um, it was the starters that were struggling immensely. So that definitely is a welcome change.
1: Yeah, I mean, Brunson looks like the guy who's poised to take that leap. It feels like every year, there's, like, one guard who just kind of levels up his game, and he becomes that kind of guy where you knew, like, hey, he could take this leap, but, like, now it feels like he's positioning himself to take this leap. Last year, it was Fred VanVleet, and I feel like this year, it could be Jalen Bunsen. Um, 31 minutes, 27 points, 3 or 5 from 3. He, uh, 4 or 4 from the line. He got to the line four times, and it feels like he's finally going to improve that um, free throw rate. I think that was the one knock on him coming out of Dallas, where it was like, he didn't get to the line enough, and it feels like if he's hovering around um 25% free throw rate, that's good. Of course, he had the efficiency inside the paint. You, you know, you're getting that with Jalen Brunson. Like, he just does everything well. Like, he does everything so well for this team, and this team is better off just watching. Like, this team is better off when he's able to just knife through defenses and get to the rim, or like, break down a play and make the extra pass in order to get somebody else open, even though he might have an open shot. Just get somebody with, like, a higher leverage shot. Um, Find Mitch on the roll. Find RJ on the weak side when he's going for um a three-point attempt. Maybe find Julius Cutting. He didn't have the best game tonight, but, like, that like that premise still exists. Find Fournier when he's, like, knifing around and he's, um, playing off movement. So, yeah, man. It's just, like, this is what you want from Jalen Munson and like, he looks like the guy the next sign and he looks like the guy who can realistically be the next, like he can be the point guard of the team for the next 10 years.
0: Yeah. Pretty good stuff from him. Um, also pretty good stuff from RJ as well. Um, the finishing really looked well tonight. Um, he had this really nice finish where he switched hands um, and got the and one. Um, and then the shooting has continued to look really well. Um, so, you know, it's boding well for him heading into the regular season to continue this um, upward trend. But yeah, he's looked pretty good.
1: Yeah. Like again, once again, like feels like he's dropping 20 pretty easily. Like you're just like, Oh, you look up and RJ Barrett has 20 and he played 33 minutes and he only had 19. But like a lot of that game was garbage time because Tibbs is a man, man. I guess he just wanted to see what the um craft look like with the starters coming off injury. I don't get it, but sure. Um, But yeah, man, like, it just, like, he came in, he hit four threes, he off the line five times, and he took only 13 shots. So it seems like that, like, the offense was actually, like, pretty egalitarian. Like, you know, you see Brunson took 16, Mitch took 12, um, Randall took 11, R.J. took 13, so, like, there wasn't... There wasn't this, like, you know, hero ball or my turn, your turn. And I think a lot of people thought that would be the case with this offense, especially because, like, Julius needs the ball and RJ needs the ball and, and um, Brunson needs the ball, and it's like, well, you got to fi- figure that Fournier and Mitch want the ball, too, occasionally. And it just kind of felt like everybody had their chance to shine, everybody had their moments, and this team was just able to contribute and make each other better. And, like, the stat that I really want to harp on is 41 made baskets, 25 assists. That's a very, very good um night. That's a very good night for this offense. When they're passing the ball, sixty-one percent of their shots were assisted. That's what you want to see from this team. You want to see the movement, you want to see the ability to just like share the rock, and it's not about me or you, it's just a matter of like, is the team winning? Like you saw Randall had five assists. So, Randall had four assists, Brunson had five, um, had five, Quickly had three. Like everybody's just be able to chip in. everybody's making a difference, and that's what you want to see for the state.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm encouraged by the offense so far in terms of like moving the ball. I will say I I I am weary of it because they did do the same thing last preseason as well. And then when it got to the regular season, it kind of like broke down. Um, So I am I am still a little bit weary there um, just because I know how how like this can go where it starts off pretty well and then it ends off looking like shit. So I will hold off my more. um, I'll hold off my more enthusiastic. um, How do I call this? More enthusiastic musings, I will say, of this team for a later date. Um, what else can we talk about in terms of this team tonight? I mean, the pretty breaches, much like ass. I, well, I mean, before we get to the negatives, I do want to talk about um Grimes. <clears throat> Grimes finally returned from injury tonight. Um, And he played, I believe, what was it, like 16 minutes it was tonight? Uh, um, yeah,
1: 16.
0: Yeah, 16 minutes. And, and majority of the minutes was actually with the starting lineup which was very interesting because, um, it did not appear as if, you know, Thibs would, would do that. But, um, yeah, Grimes got some run with the starters, which is very encouraging to see. Um, it shows that Thibs may be possibly considering doing that, or he could just be pump faking the whole fan base. But at this point, who knows? Um, but yeah, I just thought it was it was really cool to see that. Um there was one play that was really encouraging where Grimes um attacked a closeout and found Mitch in the paint. And, you know, that's the type of stuff that everyone was, you know, harping on that those type of things that he can do, um and what he can add to the offense, as well as, you know, of course the defense, which we all know is pretty good already. So
1: Yeah, I I liked the way he was utilized today. Um He didn't score, he didn't really do much, but, like, the fact that he's in those lineups is encouraging. And hopefully it's a sign that Tibbs is giving him that position. Um, The fact that Forney only played 15 minutes and Grimes played 16 does bode a little bit well for that musing. But, again, we have to see it in action. Um, Yeah, I just... Uh, the minutes distribution. I want to talk about that cuz it seems like it's really RJ and Brunson getting like those 30 plus minutes. He played RJ played 33, Brunson played 31 and a half. Um Randall played 28 and Mitch played 29. So like it kind of feels like they're starting to focus on Barrett and Brunson being like their one and their two and Obi has the opportunity to really cement, like, his place in the rotation. He really does have a chance. So, for all of the clean slate talk that we heard um, in preseason, like, there's a chance that Grimes is starting, and Obi Thomas has been given that runway in order to, like, really try to get into that starting lineup. So, I do think that is encouraging.
0: I mean, this man even still gave cam reddish minutes to like try to prove himself today and this guy still like shit himself which was like normal all right man like enough is enough like yeah, I, awesome. I like like i i just don't i, I just don't get the I, what pisses me off about this fan base is like fans like people that like go to bat for cam reddish they will like consistently shit on one of our best players um, Emmanuel quickly, just because his shy isn't falling, as if he isn't doing so many other things right on the court. I just, it baffles my mind. Like w- watching, y- y- how can you watch Cam Reddish play and then go to shit talk Emmanuel quickly? Like I just don't understand what goes through your mind. Like w- what's what's not connecting in your brain to like make those like connections.
1: Not to mention people who are like, why did the Knicks drop somebody and then want Cam Reddish to play? I just. I think people are just looking for reasons to be mad when there really isn't a reason to be mad right now. Like, the guys that you want to perform are performing. The team looks like they're gelling really well offensively. Um, The defense in the starting lineup needs a bit of work, and you hope that Grimes can fill in that hole. Um, The bench unit isn't where it wants to be right now, but again, I think Hartenstein being so different From what they've been used to the last two years is definitely going to take a little bit of growing pains. Like, you do miss Alec Works in this case because you do want a little bit more size. But, and he really did hold the team together. Damn, we miss Alec. We'll get him back for like a second. We'll trade Cam Reddish in like a second or whatever. But like, I I, mean, AB going to be back. They want him. But like, yeah, like, there is a lot of shit to figure out. It's just preseason. I do encourage preseason victory laps, but at the same time, like,
0: I don't, because I did that last year and I got n- bit. Yeah, like, you get
1: bit, but when you, like, when you start victory lapping in the preseason and it comes true, you look at genius. So, like, it's high risk, high reward. It's just like FanDuel, but for agendas. But yeah, like, um, yeah, like, just, <laughs> if you're bitching, don't be an idiot. And if you're, like, me who's victory lapping do that shit more just, just just be a fan you're allowed to be a fan in preseason everything is cool in preseason everything makes sense and you're like oh we're going to this ship like and then you get molly by 20 in the opener and then you like come back down to earth but for now be a fan all
0: right let's get to some comments before we head into like the negatives of the night which we might even touch upon through these comments um all right let me scroll up we got um jbrj and fournier ob mitch rose even julius to some relative extent extent are in good form for the season to start um i mean with julius julius was like a ghost today which if you can continue to continue to be that then out of sight, out of sight out of mind so yeah he, has, yeah, he, had, I, he had a couple moments where he was like over dribbling but other than that I didn't even notice he was on the court today
1: yeah like the shots had to go down today but he played within the offense he didn't hijack it like he took 11 shots today he got something he still got to the rim um he still got to the line five times like and he he's doing what the team wants him to do he was active defensively as well um I did like some of his switches on perimeters on perimeter wing players, like that was nice. I think there was like one possession where like the team was playing with um, Grimes, and they just like were switching everything, and it was Julius and Grimes switching off, and like you could, they could not move, and it was just that's what you want to see. You just want to see him use the fact that he's fucking six foot nine with um, footwork of a ballerina, and just like use that to your advantage defensively. I think Obi's also made that stride defensively as well. Like he's gotten a lot better defensively like this team does have really good defensive personnel even though it would look like that because you don't see like the name brand defender that every team usually have but like the only weakness is at the poa and if grimes is in the starting lineup i don't think that's much of a weakness so the teams feel very balanced it feels like the defense is like on point and i feel like this team once they really start to gel the way they should they're gonna be in a better spot also holy shit rj had 12 rebounds what the fuck yeah I didn't even notice
0: think, that. And I think Quickly had like about like eight or nine. Uh, Quickly had nine. What yeah. the? F- yeah,
1: this team is dumb. Okay. <laughs> All right, sure, that happened. Uh, but yeah. Also, the rebounding on this team is phenomenal. Like, this team is going to be so good off on rebounding. Like, Jesus.
0: Wow. Yeah, I mean. I I hope so, because... I bet they've always uh, been a good rebounding team, though. Like,
1: even when they were asked, they were good at rebounding.
0: I don't even know. Honestly, I try to, like, scrub the memory of those really bad (laughs) teams. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, here's a comment we can all agree on. Nemo says, um, Reddish shouldn't play except in garbage time for, at least for like, 10 games at least. Not even in
1: garbage time, bro. If he's, not on the gra- if he's not on the fucking Grand River, Rapid, fucking, I don't care what the fuck that League team is, you know the one. Like, Which he better one? be the, the, Hours? Fort Wayne, the Fort Wayne Man Ant. Like, he don't deserve to be on ours. Fuck that. I want him gone. It's over.
0: It's done. He is, like, so bad. Like... Like, he is like, he has somehow gotten worse. <laughs> like, uh, I don't even know how that was possible, but son has somehow gotten worse at the sport of basketball. His time in the league is coming to an end soon. I'm like, telling
1: you, bro. Guitar, bro,
0: you are advertised as a shot maker, and you have not made a single shot basically for like three straight preseason games. Like,
1: he had that one one fourth quarter and people were hanging on to it like it was the fucking
0: it, that fourth quarter does not exist to me because the rest of the game he stunk that fourth quarter doesn't exist to me because the rest of the game he stunk he made like two layups and everyone lost their mind get out of my face with that agreed agreed It's just... ZM, ZMP323 says RJ shot has come a long way him, Brunson, and Mitch are looking really fun so far yeah I mean they have looked like really cohesive I mean they looked really dominant today like Mitch was looking like Young Shack out there. Brunson was like looking like a I don't know name any dominant small point guard or whatever. Gary Payton. Um, sure, whatever. Uh, My brain know. is like in a cloud right now. <laughs> um, let's see. Brent says Mitch has become a lethal defensive anchor for us, not biting on fakes and using his size to just intimidate guys under the basket. Um, he's probably moving less um, feet traveled than years past, but is actually covering more defensively, working smarter, not harder. I, d- we, I definitely agree. We, we hear. This is why
1: we hold on to agendas, ladies and gentlemen. This is why.
0: For me, with Mitch last year, it was a concern of it was a concern of, you know, is he going to get back to, like, his, like, game shape that he was in the year prior when he was really dominant and like because he put on all that muscle um would it like deteriorate from his ability to be on the perimeter and switch um we haven't really seen that much so far in preseason because like no one's really asked for him to switch because that's just not our scheme so like he doesn't really switch out onto like guards or any or anything like that anymore. So we can't really tell if that's still a factor of his game. But that was one thing that really made him like really like very intriguing was that his ability to stay on the perimeter with guys. I mean, there's like c- compilation clips of him like blocking guys like James Harden and stuff like that. So
1: yeah, I just man, like. I'm just so high on Mitch, man. I just want him to, like, actually get the respect that he deserves. Because I feel like people kind of just gave up on him for whatever reason.
0: And they were like... It was like, last year. Last year, everything, like, bad was so loud on this team.
1: Yeah, and people were like, oh, well, we don't need to Mitch." Nerl, like, Mitch. People were, like, literally like, oh, Nerlens does whatever Mitch does. And it's like, dude, Nerlens fucking sucks. Like... Like it w- it was getting nasty and then people saw the contract and they were like sixty million, how could you give Mitch sixty million? And then they saw that it was descending and they're like, Oh like that contract is gonna be so good in like two years. So yeah, man, like this is this is what you want from Mitch Robinson, like playing his way into that that top ten center conversation, that all defensive caliber kind of center. He can be that and like these are the good strides that you want to see.
0: Yep. 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 Um let's see. Let's get some more comments. Just tweeting out some Cam Reddish slander. Um, you know, never stops over here. Um, let's see. We have um Brent also says he hated Fournier defensively tonight. Um caused to many defensive miscues that led to open shots for Washington that they bricked. Graham should usually start. For me, I again barely recognized. I like Forney was another person where I, I was like I don't even know he's I didn't even know he was playing tonight like he was just like a ghost himself as well like I remember seeing him take a shot but like that was it and I remember hitting him and i hit, um, hitting a mid-range in the paint but um, other than that yeah I don't remember him much so I can't really speak onto the defensive miscues part but I do agree that Grimes should easily start I mean for him he f- fits so seamlessly with the starters it was just like it was like plug and play with him. Like he just inserted in, and it, you didn't even you didn't think they missed a beat.
1: Yeah, like I don't know. They they were just kind of guys there. Like you didn't see anything that you really like. I didn't like forty-eight defensively, but like he he played fifteen minutes. I'm not gonna like care too much about fifteen minutes tonight. Like if he was doing that in thirty minutes. Sure, but I don't think he's going to be doing that. I don't think he's going to be playing 30 minutes unless he's on fire.
0: So, I guess it's it's uh, unless it's against Boston. My God, I cannot speak. But yeah, uh, unless it's against Boston. In which case, I, I, I
1: I want him playing all 48 against Boston. Fuck that. Yeah, drop 50.
0: Shout out the Evan Fournier Classics last year um aaron says huh special basketball yep that's real hoops right there um aaron says feels like the offense flows more when they run plays with rj i mean it just feels like more naturally just because i think it's like more of like rj when he gets the ball it's like he's like a he he's i think he's become actually a a more like faster decision maker in terms of like you know he's gonna shoot it is he gonna drive it um, whether or not he makes the layup or not was like more of a concern in the past. It seems now he's gotten better with his finishes um, in terms of, you know, being able to draw um, draw that contact um, if the refs are gracious at least, but like the three is like, he is just like confidently pulling them. So I think that's what makes it um, flow more easily as well as, you know, you got J- Jalen Brunson running the show. So it's like, he knows where to find guys in their spots as well. So that's definitely been really working really well so far
1: yeah i agree it just feels like i feel like in general the offense is just flowing better mainly because jalen brunson is not a shell of himself like keba walker and an actual point guard not like alec alec burks so it just kind of feels like when you had that option and that release valve on offense the offense is going to look way better as a result
0: definitely um I just want to, you know what? We're going to read another comment, and then we are going to get into, let's see, let's see. Okay, yeah, this is this is something I noticed as well, and I think someone else pointed this out in a clip. Um, ZMP323 says, on defense, Thib seems to be having Julius switch more on screens, which is a very welcome development. Um, Therese, how do you feel about that? About fucking time. It took
1: you only three years to get to this point. Everybody was telling you for, like, Julius' entire career, he sucked in drop, but he's really, really good in switches, and somehow we were playing him in drop. I I never got it, but, like, if he's going to be playing more switch defense, I'm encouraged, and i honestly, it kind of feels like Tibbs has been as, like, Tibbs is low-key, low-key made a lot of really positive adjustments which, like, I've gone a little bit overstated because, like, you're looking at the minutes distribution. But, like, Tibbs has coached his ass off this preseason, if we're being being perfectly honest. He really has. Like, the defensive changes he's making, like, the bits of offense that he's added, like, could he make, could he get rid of that stupid backdoor cut that fills up the lane and that pisses me off every time I see it? Absolutely. But, like, we've seen horn sets, we've seen some flares run, We've seen um, more of, like, Julius change his role, which has been very impactful. We've seen the offense really start to highlight RJ and Brunson more. Ju- uh, Mitch got his shine as well. Like The bench unit, especially with, like, Hartenstein operating out of, the, um, out of the mid post and at the top of the key, like, for slashers, cutters, and shooters. Like, the offense looks a lot better. The defense will come as well. I'm not worried about the defense. The offense looks better, and again, like I feel like the team just has a high floor, and all you wanted Tips to do is just not play below the, like the team's standards, because this team should be playing a lot better than what their record was last year. So,
0: um, I'll hold off on comments about his coaching until further notice. Um, people that are watching leave some comments, questions in regards to, you know, how do we feel about the next upcoming season? Um, As you know, it fastly approaches and, you know, we'll try to base our answers based on what we saw in preseason, which we've kind of already been doing. But, you know, if you guys have more specific questions, definitely leave those out. It is ad read time. Um, The NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Again, you know, we'll 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 we'll, we'll pick a different we'll pick the same matchup Giants Ravens, we'll we'll go a different parlay. We'll go, you know, Daniel Jones anytime touchdown with, you know, Daniel Jones 40 rush yards with Saquon anytime touchdown. I don't know what's the odds on that, but I assume it's pretty pretty good, pretty good odds um, and pretty likely to happen because, you know, it's been something that's been, I think, pretty consistent with their offense, but um, that's, neither, that's neither here or there. Um, to make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game all season long. Um, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game that's code TBPN only at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details all right 10 Every out of 10, out. 10
1: 10 out of 10 10 out of
0: 10 I'm on my last legs today. No, nah, I feel like um, <laughs> let's see. Brent says, as more of a cam fan, I can't defend his performance this preseason. Your
1: first mistake was being a cam fan. Stand up for yourself, bro. Have some goddamn self-respect, cam fan. Sicko. Goddamn sicko. Good to
0: Think he did enough to get a shot last year, but he stunk it up. More than missing shots, his process has been trash. He needs to be on the fucking
1: process because that's where he fucking belongs. Playing on a goddamn tanking teams, shooting it up, sticking it up—he's a damn tank commander. That's what he is. Send his ass to Sacramento so I never have to see him fucking again.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, if you if you just search up Cam Reddish on my Twitter, you will get my full thoughts on how I feel about this certain player. I just i i i said it last show i've been so low on him for the longest time this is all nothing surprising to me i mean the only thing that's surprising to me is that like he's somehow like gotten worse at playing the sport um and like it's not even just like missing shots defensively he doesn't seem the same as well um as and it's like his like brent said with his process it's so bad it's just like he is taking the worst possible shots ever he's making his life that much harder and it's just like i forgot someone said this somewhere but they said like he is he thinks he's a tough shot maker but he's not so he that's what he like that's what he does and that's like so detrimental to his game and someone as and someone that doesn't realize like what they're doing to their game, or like, like how they're impacting their career, like if they don't realize that sooner or later, they'll they'll be overseas, man. Like it's looking really close to that point with him. I mean, I don't I, again, I don't want to say that because like Dennis Smith Jr. is still in the league, so it's like anything's possible. But like, yeah, he'll get, he'll
1: get a couple of training camp deals. But but it might be over. He might be Westwood. would
0: soon. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else more I could say about Cam that I like. I haven't said already on on Twitter. Like, I, I, it's like how much more? How many more ways can I say this guy stinks? And like, how Possibly. many more times can I like engage with people that think he's still good somehow? I'm like, what I, at this point? What are you watching? Hit Instagram post. You, you can't be watching something current to think he's still good. You can't.
1: I'm oh, sorry. You just can't.
0: can't. But his wingspan, bro. I don't his, care.
1: His wingspan, bro. Look at his shiftyness. He's so smooth. <laughs> oh, like, come on, bro. It's all. I hate people like that. It's, it's over. It's done. It's okay.
0: We can move on. Yeah, I mean. I understand, like some people you know they're like, you know we traded a pick for him, whatever. Well, it's whatever at this point. We got like four. We got how many other first round picks that we can use for whatever we want to do now? We are good. I don't even know. It's so so <laughs> someone like cam Reddish Game Six. Eastern Conference Finals. MPF don't MP4. Piss me off. Don't don't piss me off. That's hilarious. Now I was I was engaging with a cam Reddish fan on, on Twitter the other day. And Why would you do like, that to yourself? That was my first mistake, first of all. Yep, that was my first mistake, but I was on my lunch break. My lunch break is at, like, 10, 10 in the morning, so, you know, I was, like, ready to, you know, do whatever at that you point. Had, you were on lunch,
1: and you talking with Cam Reddish fans, bro? I know you were sick. Yeah, I,
0: w- I was bored. I was bored, so I was like, <laughs> you know what? I see this Cam Reddish fan is, like, obviously, like, someone under the age of, like, 16 years old, um, but, like, just just by the way they're interacting with me, because, like, I asked this person, I was like, okay, basically the interaction went, Knicks don't have like a good homegrown talent. So I said, you know, how many Knicks games, like, I said, name 25 Knicks games that you watched last year. This guy proceeds to say Cam Reddish Eastern Conference Finals and like list his splits and it says Knicks home, and then he says, Knicks homegrown talent zero splits in zero minutes and zero appearances and i'm like okay yeah this guy's stupid like i i i don't understand like what has he done to warrant this much of a fan base like i'm just i'm just so confused
1: i thought it's be tall does
0: does, does, this high school did the high school tape really move folks that much
1: yes bro that he's going to eat off that high school. That high school tape is going to feed generations of his family.
0: That's like, insane.
1: bro, like he is no. the fucking chameleoner of NBA players, bro. You haven't heard from chameleonaire in fucking like a decade plus, but he's going to eat. He's gonna eat off that shit. Right and dirty yeah. is a classic, and Cam Reddish AAU tape is like sacred grounds
0: it needs to be burned I need to find every like footage of that and just like burn it to the ground I'm tired of to, it you
1: need to get the fucking men in black the men in black shit so people don't be looking at that shit no more man it's nasty
0: um but yeah um someone's <laughs> oh my goodness can we not can we not
1: you should bring your milkman back instead of talking to a can fan true he was
0: <laughs> I know he was can we not? No, the it fucking wasn't
1: milkman bag,
0: <laughs> yo. You can, can we we not? Lady,
1: you Canadian with this shit, bro. Bagged um, milk.
0: Oh my god.
1: Sicko. Uh,
0: anyways, what you call it? Um, JL says Kim got to play off Zion and Rj in college and still couldn't be efficient. That should have been a red flag. That's when I knew he was bad, like, bro, like it like. You should not be that. Oh my God, I can't even comprehend it. My brain can't like comprehend. Why Trey
1: Trey Jones is better than him, dude? Trey Jones is better.
0: I my brain can't comprehend like how he was able to be that bad. But I don't want to spend that much more time like saying how shit he is because it's like it's like pointless at this point. Like he's not gonna play this year. Thank God he's wearing the number of minutes on his shirt that he's gonna play this year. He sucks um nemo says as i said it earlier i'm getting nervous about harnstein defense and rebounds so i think this kind of goes to like the second unit thing that we were going to talk about which um defensively i am a little worried about Hartenstein's defense um and even on the offense too he like he doesn't really roll when dudes when he sets a screen for dudes like he just like stops and like by the paint like or like outside the paint like by the elbows and like tries to get a handoff or something, but like he doesn't like try to like make space or like he's not really spatially aware, I think, or at least it seems so so far. But yeah, how, how do you think? How do you how do you feel about what you've seen from Hardenstein? Because these last two games have been kind of rough for him, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely the best.
0: last game was okay in terms of like the passing, I think, but yeah, this game was a little bit more rough.
1: I I would honestly say like maybe the first 20 Mm -hmm. games of the season for Arnstein, you might would want to throw it out the window. Because it's going to take a lot of time for him to get acclimated to the team, for the team to get acclimated to him. And then also like Hartenstein is good defensively, but he fouls a lot. So like you have to get used to the fact he's going to gamble a lot. But like his offense is so good that you'll be willing to like live a lot of like the drawbacks that he may have in the beginning. I feel like this team is going to be a second half kind of team where like, they may be like a a bit of moving parts. And then like when it clicks, the team is going to hit fire and hard is going to be a big part of that because even with his deficiencies today, he still was able to like, you know, get that passing done. and it didn't manifest in the um, box score, but like, I still feel like he was moving the ball pretty well. He was finding dudes. And it's just like that kind of pub, is going to take some time to get used to. So just give it a moment.
0: I just saw a tweet that like, yo, it just melted my brain. Oh was my it, god. Was it the Fournier walking around um driving around on a scooter tweet? No, it's like way worse than that. It just has to do with the guy that we like swore we weren't going to talk about again. Oh Jesus. I just like quote Bro. I just quote tweeted it.
1: Bro. <laughs> but
0: anyways,
1: special <laughs> uh, talent. He's a special talent in fucking Canton. He's with. The, he's a special talent on the Canton charge. The Indiana I, Fever.
0: Like, I, I'm. I'm not even gonna. Anyone that's watching the stream, if you follow me, you'll see the tweet. You'll you'll get a good laugh. I'm not even going to
1: bring
0: it to like, I'm not even going to speak the person's name anymore. Like it's, it's, it's not, it's not worth it anymore. Um, walk I for 20 says dibs going to need to go, need to go backup center by committee, like NFL running backs right now. Apologies to fellow fantasy players who have underperforming, underperforming running backs get Jericho in the mix. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind Jericho. Um, wouldn't mind Jericho getting some run, you know, based on like matchups. I think that that's what any coach would do. But you know, we have Thib, so he's kind of like a little more rigid with it. So I don't think he would do backup center by committee. But that's something that uh, like other teams would definitely embrace. I think, um, because you know they offer different looks and like depending on matchups, you might want to try different things. So I, I I I would be down with that. But just knowing the coach that we have. I don't know if that's going to be the case.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm not confident, but I quote that tweet, and th- that's my opinion on this, because anybody who still thinks that he's a special talent needs to be evaluated.
0: How do you feel about backup center by committee, though?
1: Uh, backup center by committee, um, I'm not against it. I feel like it does have his moments. I just, again, I think the thing with the coach is, like, I don't think the coach is going to play Jericho Sims much, unless there's injury. I just don't see that happening. Like, sorry, um, I can't blame him either. Like, no player, like, no team in the NBA is doing that stuff. Like, we're going to play three centers, and we're going to play, like, 12 guys. Like, that doesn't happen. There's usually a rotation, and, like, maybe... Maybe you get to 11 men at most, but like that's not gonna happen. Like that's more of a playoff kind of thing, if anything.
0: I was so. saying that I was saying more. I did. I for me, what I what I was thinking by committee is more of like depending on matchups, it changes. So it's not something that's rigid and like set in stone. It's something that's more fluid. When when I think of committee, as um especially like in the NBA, there's like different matchups, different centers. Um, and like depending on the matchup, you might need more Jericho or you might need more Hartenstein. So that's what I was thinking of. But I said, knowing have- the coach that we have, I don't really see it happening.
1: Yeah, I, I don't, I don't see it happening. Like, I, I don't think my committee is going to happen. It, it's, it, it's DOA. Like, it was never. It's never going to happen.
0: All right. I mean, in terms of the season, I mean, the season starts on uh, what day is that? Is that Wednesday, nineteenth? Wednesday nineteenth. Okay. Um, Wednesday nineteenth, we play against Memphis at Memphis. Weird, weird schedule. Weird, uh weird schedule for us, I would say. I mean, we're so u- I'm so used to us playing, um, at home at least the first game. Just because, I don't know, but I don't even know I why we, playing in Memphis.
1: We've been doing at the road recently because we were kind of ass. And then, like, we were good. And then last year, they gave us the at-home game against the Celtics. So, I don't know. I think it's just, like, when we're ass, we play on the road to start the season. Which but is then crazy. they also
0: made us go on national TV on the road, which is so weird. Yeah, I have. I got no idea. <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, we, we we start off in Memphis, and we have next Friday, gonna be Detroit. Um, maybe Alec Burks will f- be back by then, maybe, maybe not. But um, yeah, I mean, hoping to a good season. We get some more comments coming in that we're gonna I'm gonna address in a couple minutes. But um, yeah, let me pull up the schedule so that way I can see what our first week is looking like. Um, because I am, like, totally in the dark in terms of what our schedule is looking like. All right, so here we go. The 19th, we have the Grizzlies on the road. Then on the 21st, next Friday, we have the Pistons at home. Then we have the Magic at home. Then we have the Hornets at home. I mean, that's a pretty good start for us. I mean, the Magic, I think they've been pretty good in their preseason games. I haven't really paid attention that much to them. The Hornets though. Whew. The Hornets are Brassura. They're gonna be in the Wemby sweepstakes, especially with No Lamello for that first like month or so. Oh
1: my god. yeah, they gonna be Terry Rogier gonna have the time of his life though. This and is they, Terry just signed,
0: Reg- they just signed Theo Maladon too. Oh so my he's about god. to get a hello run.
1: Theo Maladon and Dennis Smith Jr., bro. That guard rotation. Woo that shit stink. That shit. Oh my god, you have to hold your nose. Your nose could be stuffed and you still gonna smell that shit. That shit's
0: but then crazy. we got like a we got like a gauntlet of Eastern uh, uh, uh is it a gauntlet of Eastern Conference teams? Uh maybe depends. Um we got the Bucks starting on October 28th, then we have the Cavaliers, then we have the Hawks, then we have the Sixers, then we have the Celtics. Five games straight.
1: Yeah, five games against Eastern Conference playoff teams. Um I don't know, like there's opportunity there. There's definitely opportunity there. Um, we whoop the Hawks all the time. So
0: Yeah, I'm not maybe... too worried about that game.
1: Oh, oh, I, I know they're gonna be up for that game too. Because the Hawks been talking the Hawks all they got to do is talk shit about us because they have nothing else. nobody else cares about fucking Atlanta basketball. Um DeJounte Midry. Um they got him, but like I, I don't really care
0: doesn't matter that much to me.
1: Yeah, like, and the Celtics are a mess. Fucking nasty-ass Eme, And, yeah, I don't know. Like, there's opportunity here. I do feel like the Knicks can maybe go, like, two and three, and that would be the best-case scenario. Or not the best-case scenario, but I feel like that could be a scenario where you're happy about it. If they go two and three, then, like, you're okay. You're like, okay, that's fine.
0: Then after that, November 7th, we have the Timberwolves. We are at Minnesota. Then November 9th, we are at Brooklyn. Then the Pistons once again come to MSG on November 11th. Um, Then we face the tanking OKC Thunder on November 13th. Which
1: we lose because I don't fucking know what OKC has on us.
0: Yeah, okay. I, don't, I don't understand that. That's so uh, uh, weird. But
1: okay, cb fucking selling they sold to be at us, bro.
0: Sam Presti. Um, then we get the Jazz November fifteenth uh, on TNT, which will probably get flexed because like they obviously thought that Donovan Mitchell was gonna get traded here, and it didn't happen. So there is like literally no other reason to have this game on TV. Like, who is who besides rabid Knicks fans is tuning into Knicks Jazz on TNT?
1: Shit, I'm not even tuning into that. Fuck that. I gotta.
0: <laughs> I would rather not
1: watch that shit. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, yeah, that starts the West Coast trip. Yeah,
1: I'm not watching that shit,
0: dude. Then we got oh. the Nuggets, the Warriors, the Suns, and the Thunder.
1: Okay. We could beat the Suns.
0: Yeah, Suns are in, like, disarray right now.
1: The Warriors are in disarray right now. We could maybe beat the Warriors. We beat them last year.
0: We did. We almost folded, but we did.
1: Don't matter. We beat. We beat them last year, and they fucking got. What was that like? Our what was
0: that like? Our one win in February last year.
1: Yeah, that bro. We don't talk about February. We don't talk about that. Number. That was that was a sad, sad month of next Vietnam. And the worst part of was like we was twenty three and twenty three at one point, bro. Like we was like above five hundred in January, and I was like, I right, bet season back on, and that they had the fucking Timberwolves and. Um, Pelicans at home, and they got sh- they got whooped by fucking the Timberwolves, and then slacked by the um the fucking that Pelicans game.
0: Jose Alvarado, bro. Jose Alvarado, homecoming game.
1: I never felt more shame in a new in watching a New Yorker fucking shit all over the scene, bro. He was in the fucking backcourt. You remember that fucking like that play from what like um Florida Gators where like that dude was like in the turf and like that and that kick return play where like he blended into the turf because like Florida Gator turf is like blue and he blended in and like he came out the end zone. That's what it fucking felt like watching Jose Alvarado just fucking pickpocket that team over and over again and then he decided he wanna shoot.
0: Like yeah, so I became a shooter and like I hate, I hate Can he shoot? Yes, I shooter. can
1: shoot like he could be oh assed here too. I know that. it. I know. He, I know he let the clock get to his head. No, he no. was in. Fu- he was back in fucking Bushwick. Fucking. He, he was like, yeah, I got money now. We out. <laughs> we go to the Rockaways.
0: <laughs> we out. The Rockaways. Wow, the Rockaways. the, the Rockaways, bro. Um, we got Virgil X. Has this been a good preseason or bad? Good. Brunson being good. Key Knicks improvements. Bad. Not seeing enough improvements from some Knicks. Dib sub patterns not improving. It's, pretty um, pretty pretty it's been a pretty good overall preseason. Um, less Cam should have made it even better. But, you know, Back. it is what it is. Gotta take what you can get at these points. Um, but I do want you. I do want you to elaborate, Virgil, on not seeing enough improvements from some Knicks. Which Knicks? You gotta. You gotta start naming names and numbers. That's how we do it over here. We call them by their names or their numbers. I like calling guys by their numbers if they're really losers. I do it on Twitter all the time. Um. Let's see, Nemo says adjusting depending on the matchup makes sense, but this will probably invest some time on Harnstein to adapt to this new team. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like you need to because, like, use your big money acquisition, or not your big money acquisition, but like you used cap space that you um dumped out in order to acquire him. You moved the in the wall for him. So clearly, like there's an investment there.
0: Yeah. Um, JL says we always play weird games against the magic. That game I am not looking forward to it because we had the Cole Anthony game last year and we had the Terrence Ross game last year. I don't don't ask me how and why I remember, but they're ingrained in my mind.
1: That Cole Anthony game
0: was the most was the fakest game I've ever seen.
1: Shit I've ever bro. He had like 15 rebounds. That shit made no sense.
0: That was the fakest game I've ever seen. That was like a two K player like coming into our, our, our arena that night.
1: No, that is that's What I do on the I guess the in like the fucking Japanese leagues in two K when you just start off your my career, bro. Like that game, he had sixteen rebounds, bro. He had sixteen rebounds.
0: Yeah, that game was insane. I don't even want to remember that game because then I'm gonna start remembering all the other BS games that happened against us. 60, like Ricky Rubio or and, Cam Johnson. I don't no, see that, like no, here no, here, no, I, here the, I go.
1: The Ricky Rubio game is the single worst game I've seen a Knicks opponent have in like five years. I don't care about Harden dropping 60.
0: I don't no, Turner fuck. seven no, for seven from three whatever it was. No
1: like, that game was complete bullshit because he was literally throwing shit at the wall and it was going in. He had 37. He had 37 points. That yeah. game was so dumb, and the only three that he missed was a bullshit heave that almost went in. God.
0: Um, Virgil X says, Mr. Robinson has been good or amazing. How much more has he increased your expectations for him and the team this season? Um. For me, I, again, keeping my expectations super low for mental health reasons. (laughs) Um, I am not, I don't care. This team could have won every game by 50 this year. I still would keep my expectations
1: at the floor. Sam hates being happy.
0: No, no. I am trying to keep myself happy. I'm trying to keep myself sane because last year, I put up a clip the other day of me going through a, a the intro of a Nets post game stream. Okay, not fun. I don't want to do that to myself again. Not doing that again. So my expectations are low. So that when, when I come on these post game streams during the season, I'm like, you know what? I expected this. Not too bad. Keep. I'm, I'm keeping myself healthy.
1: Man needs to go to therapy for next games. This is what James
0: Allen has done. Um, what you call it? Um. Okay, so I think Virgil is elaborating on his improvements from Knicks or like lack of improvements from Knicks. Um. So he thinks he's talking about IQ. Uh, seems like the eternal question of whether IQ is a good shooter. I think he's a good shooter. I think it's just for him, it's. I think for him it's like shot selection sometimes, and like the decision of should I pass it, should I um, shoot it? Because like when he's really got it going, he's like got it going.
1: I don't think IQ is a bad shooter at all. I think he just like sometimes shit doesn't go in. Like yeah, he he
0: takes he takes like he 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 be having a lot of good looks.
1: Yeah, like, I don't think it's a matter of, like, he's not a bad shooter, like, he's not a good shooter, or he can't shoot, like, he definitely can, it's just a matter of, like, he takes a lot of hard shots with high variance, and when they go in, it's great, and when they don't go in, he looks like a bum, but, like, he's still doing other things aside from shooting, and he's still a positive player, so, yeah, I wouldn't look into it too much.
0: Ugh, JL's reminding us of more games I no. don't want to remember these Stop. games you guys are bro. trying to deteriorate my mental health bro
1: <sighs> getting triple double game where Trey man decides to fucking cook us um what else what kind of other bullshit games that we had this season Not no them. no Not them. It's oh fucking... my
0: goodness he also mentioned virgil also mentioned her inside struggles when consensus was he'd be an amazing pickup i think it's just a matter of like him trying to like gel with this team in terms of the offense whether like they like i, I noticed now more of them are starting to cut when like he has the ball like Jalen brunson had a nice backdoor cut and got an and one layup as a result of it. So I think it's just more of like guys like learning, like what he wants to do. But like, I think he also just has to learn like more counters. Cause like teams know he wants to pass it now, especially even more. So he's got to figure out like, what can he do when teams are like shutting off those passing lanes? Um, I think that, you know, that's going to be a learning process for him this year.
1: The like so. Cam Thomas dagger game.
0: You're still going, wow. Uh,
1: Man, we really had some bullshit losses last year, bro. None of them made sense too. just bullshit.
0: I'm, I'm not trying to remember this. Like these were the streams where I came on here, like wanting to fall asleep on the stream. So I'm not doing that. I'm not trying to remember those games. Those games were awful. Like, no, I'm good.
1: You're not Let's wrong. See.
0: Let's see. Any other comments we can get to before we head out of here? Um, people talking about the blown leads. Don't even want to talk about those. Those were absolutely atrocities. Um. <laughs> I think we will end here before we start going into depression memory lane. Um, We already have started. Um, Let's not continue that. New season. Um, Clean slate for most people in my book. (laughs) Um, Tell us how you really feel. (laughs) Oh my gosh, people are still going in the comments. This is insane. (laughs) Um,
1: That's what happens.
0: I should have never even like brought it up. But um, anyways, um, thank you all for tuning in, leaving co- comments as you still are trying to make us go into Depression Memory Lane. Um, we will be back after the um season opener. Um, Jeff will also be back, and maybe we'll have someone else join us. Um, we'll see. But um, yeah, we will be back breaking down the season opener. Hopefully, we gave Ja and them an ass whipping. That night. So we will be af- we'll be back after that. Make sure y'all tune into the um all the links in the description. We got links to the Twitter. Make sure y'all follow us there. Um, make sure that you check out the merch shop. We did got some dope merch right. i it sitting in front of me, in front of my desk over there. Um make sure y'all check out the Patreon, you know, another way to support um the Strickland, and you know, there's you know, you get access to the Discord where you know the conversation never ends as Schwinn likes to put it. Schwinn will be up
1: at 3 a.m. talking about I fucking hate Julius Randle, bro.
0: <laughs> that is that is that is my type of that's my type of conversation right there. So if you know if you if you wanna if you wanna hang out and talk about Julius Randall shitting himself at 3 a.m. That's definitely the place to do that. Check out the Strickland um Patreon, get access to the Discord. Several tiers, several ways to support us. Um, and, You know, <laughs> and, and Tyrese will finally have a webcam in the next one because you know oh. regular season starting. So. Oh
1: yeah, shit.
0: Yep. Oh, da- I... Yep. You thought you thought niggas forgot? Oh, no. Nope. Uh, shit. No. Nope. Nope. Oh, it was but, fun. Um, it was layout. fun. Make sure y'all subscribe, leave a like, and we'll be back on Wednesday. Peace. What a webcam.